<laughs> we're gonna have a lot of things to talk about. Kev, what the fuck is going on in the NFL right now? Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm having sin higher than I ever been. I got a problem with What's going on, guys? This is Totally Blitz Podcast, a show about shots, smoke, and all about sports. This is your host, Paul. Pick them, win them, concha, and I'm always joined with. You already know it's your boy, Lil KK, aka Kev Waterboy's boy, aka the Don Pye, and the reigning Totally Blitz Picks champion. At the moment, you feel me? No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying. Hey, but everybody, everybody knows I'm the people's champ first. You feel me? The new people's champ. Don't ask, don't ask about the old guy. You know how they say you got to beat the guy, to beat the man, to beat the man. Yeah, we just gonna pretend like we don't know that. We just gonna pretend like we ain't never heard that. Shit. Well, before we get anything cracking, you see, already got the guy. We got rolled on, ready to go. We're back. We're back from going fishing. Hey, man, I'm going to hold you, dog. This was a great, nice little reprieve. The boy been watching a lot of fighting. Motherfucking, I was out fishing for real. I caught a Gyarados. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm Catching saying? Him, boy. A squirrel. Was, you know what I'm saying? Caught a squirrel. A squirtle with sunglasses. <laughs> uh, Cartier, to be exact. Cartier's squirrel. So, yeah, bro, this has been a nice little reprieve. It's been good, but, like, I'm going to let you say it because you can say it better than I can. Oh, no, no. First things first, I got to introduce the newest member of Totally Blitz crew. As you can see, I have no drinks on me. I got a bartender now. I'm going to introduce him. That boy right there. Number one Miami Dolphins fan. I hate this guy. (laughs) Two cold ones ready. I I hate this guy. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of things to talk about. Kev, what the fuck is going on in the NFL right now? Bruh, this shit is wild. I'm not gonna lie, I'm still dead. This man really said <laughs> I thought we really had another guest. I was like, special guest. I'm thinking Kyle Dirty ass no, come out. Don't hate on my boy now. I thought I thought you was gonna let Kyle Dirty ass come into the league, babe. But ask me the question one more time. Ask me what, what it is. What the fuck is going on in NFL, man? What the hell? So much shit. That's a good question, man. Where where would you like me to begin? Oh, we gotta talk about the franchises. We gotta talk about the quarterbacks. The 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 most important man on the field has been a lot of musical chairs at quarterback. But what's the biggest? What what do you think is the biggest news right now? What's gonna start I, us off? I was I was hoping that we would we would we would run out of time, so we wouldn't have to bring this up. But if we gonna talk biggest news, we are gonna talk about the motherfuckers that ruined my fucking season. Niggas ruined my fucking vacation. I had to come back over here just to snap. These bitch-ass niggas, motherfucking Tom Brady, all these motherfuckers is coming back. What? What? Can you do that? TB12. They say, I blame, see, this is what happened. They said LeBron scored 50. They texted each other, and then he went to go see Cristiano Ronaldo. And I blame. Hat trick. Yeah, and I blame, I blame Russell Westbrook. If Russell Westbrook was balling, we would not. LeBron wouldn't be scoring 50. Tom wouldn't be texting him. Tom wouldn't take a flight all the way to go see motherfucking Ronaldo kill him because that's what he does, even though he's not better than Messi. But, no. 
I'm tired of this shit, man. But not only did they resign, they they had a resurgence. This is some bullshit. Motherfucking Tom Brady's back. They got Jensen back. They got they got um who else resigned? Um uh, Chris Godwin, one of his favorite they, weapons. Bro, just resigned literally fucking what the notification say. The breaking news, get that bag. Yeah, bro signed literally. Oh, he got the franchise tag. He got the franchise tag. Oh no. I think Oh, yeah, 60. My bad. I apologize. Well, not see, I, I seen 60. Hold on. Let me check the notification. Um, no, I'd be lying. Especially they, when it comes to the they got, um, they went out and traded for Shaq Mason, who is the New England Patriots' best offensive guard, who's going to replace one of their other guards. Uh, they have multiple. Ali Murphy retired, but like, this is, they're going crazy. They, Rashad Perryman, they've, um, Carlton Davis. They went out and re-signed Carl to Davis on the defense side, but they, shit, nothing bigger than Brady. But what, what would that face, Kev? Anyone not, not can't see, Kev just made a crazy face. Bro, this man, Chris Garland, just got signed three years, 60 mil with 40 mil fully guaranteed. It don't hit the cap when it's guaranteed off rip like that. You think you think that's the AB effect? That boy said, hey, bro, ain't, ain't no incentives, boy. Ain't no incentives. I need my shit up front. I need my shit at the dope. I think that's the A-B effect. I think it's a mix of the A-B effect and the Tom Brady effect. Because if 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 Kyle Trash was the starting quarterback next year or Blaine Gabbert, they might not be looking too much into the weapons because this guy's not going to throw 5,000 yards. But now that we got our, our guy back, oh, who do you want? Oh, you want him? All right, here's a little money for him. Like, okay, like I think that's that TB and A-B effect. <sighs> I think I'm just gonna. I got so happy. I danced on so many graves. It was a good. It was a good day when I heard that um Tom Brady retired. I think I'm gonna just wait for him to get to the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, okay, for sure he's done. All right, for sure he's done. All right, cool, cool. Cause this is some bullshit. We got to deal with this motherfucker for another year. Paul, Paul, you had to deal with this motherfucker in your division for 20 years. Yeah, I've had to, I, I've had I know to deal your pain. I've had to deal with him for three, and I'm and I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I'm 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 hurt. I'm upset. Mad. Sad. Not glad. Like fuck fuck all this shit. Well, the way you feel right now is how the people up in the NFC North outside of the Packers feel now that Aaron Rodgers just got his three years 150 million. He's back. He's not retired and he's committed. I think that's what it showed me. He's not just signed a one-year deal. Now we got to do Aaron Rodgers all all over again next year, but they got him for three years. You know, and he's not he back-to-back MVPs. He's not slowing down. No, no cap. But like, I think Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers resigning is nice. I think it's cool. It's and it builds the narrative. You can build the narrative because, like they said, the original was four year, two hundred million, and three years, fifty million. But I think he's like the contract's funny because you know the NFL contracts are like funny. So I think it's like actually like he can play up to five years. There's like placeholders and voidable years. Yeah. And it's like 186 million. So like all and it together. spreads out the cap. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So it's gonna be interesting to see how much he ends up with. See, I feel like that's something that people should talk about. Like everybody loves to talk about somebody inks a deal, but let's talk about how much they actually got at the end of the season after fines. <laughs> taxes, fines, taxes, 
with this motherfucking fines, taxes, and what else? Motherfuck, what else do motherfuckers be taking? The, the incentives that they don't hit, like incentives is big. Let's let's bring let's start bringing that up so we can kind of like stop staring at everybody's pockets. But like at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers deserves that. He's the most valuable. So if he makes fifty million a season, he was the most. Big. He's that shows how much value this team have for him. If he doesn't, if they don't make the playoffs, they're gonna kill him. Not if they don't make the Super Bowl, they're gonna kill him for it. If they make, if they do make the Super Bowl, they're gonna hate him anyway. So hey, Aaron Rodgers, you ball. But what's up with Devontae Adams? Did I heard they franchise tagged my dog? They franchise tagged him, and D. Adams said, "I ain't playing." Uh, I, what Magic say? I ain't gonna be your next year. Mm. <laughs> nah, for real. It's just that stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna be your next year. Yeah, don't franchise. I mean, to be fair, his franchise tag is still like twenty million. He still he still gets paid top five wide receiver number. I understand though. You want top one because without a doubt he was like when he plays he he's arguably top one receiver and that also a- he wants that he wants years he wants guaranteed money over a long course of time not what if you get hurt next year like and now if you hit the market next year after you get hurt you're not gonna be worth what you're worth this year mm-hmm. see it's that's a very interesting topic because like I understand that completely because you don't want to get hurt you don't know what's happening you want longevity like I want to be with the team with no trade costs but are you better? Are you do you, like you had that season and you did that, but are you better than me? Are you better than the people that are making that? And Devontae Adams is the best. Him and Aaron Rodgers, I think, have the best connection. So he that makes so he, at many times he looks like the best receiver. But like they got a lot of bullshit going on out there. And they just paid this man, this man Aaron Rodgers, top one money. So like they're saying if you want top one money, you got you can't just be top one in your position. You got to be top one in the NFL. So, like, that's a tough – so that's a very peculiar situation when it comes business-wise because they can argue that all day. And if he sits out and if he holds out, do that. But, like, boy, y'all don't got too many good years over here in Green Bay. Like, we really – last year was – we thought everything came, was going to come crashing down and Jordan Love was going to be the quarterback. So, it, I hope he plays. I hope they could just ink him a deal, give him something – Let's figure figure something out. Like y'all boys figure something out because they need him. They need him back. Because there's a huge difference between the wide receiver one and the wide receiver two out there. It's not like the wide receiver two is bad. It's just like I I need my ex. I need my motherfucker. Devontae out of that ex. With the Packers, that's another big story because they did already ink Lazard. Lazard's back. Great player. Uh great in the red zone. He's a big body motherfucker. And he makes plays. He makes yeah. plays. But MVS scaling that that deep threat that opens up the field for Aaron Rodgers, he's not coming back as of most reports as of right now, which is kind of big because you need that guy who's going to go over top all the time, especially whenever you're having Adams playing the, the couple, like doing the in routes and stuff. So hopefully they get it figured out. Um, on to the next because this is the three biggest stories right here. I think we're knocking it out real quick. Another big name franchise quarterback on the move, getting a new look. Drew Locke is in Seattle. No, I'm playing Seattle. Um, he was included in the trade, but Russell Wilson going over to the Broncos. How do you feel about it, Kev? I know, I know, I know how you feel, but talk to me. What did they give up for him? They gave up. Um, let me see for sure. I know they gave up Drew Locke. 
Um, they gave up Noah Fant, who is a borderline Pro Bowl tight end, so he's still he's still good. And Shelby Harris, who was a, a locker room leader for them, and I believe two second rounders and a fifth rounder. And in exchange, they got Russ and a fourth rounder. So I think it might have been two on two I two fifth rounders or two sixth rounders, maybe. I know it was two and two. I remember that. Oh, then it was but two it was second like, and two fifth. Yeah, so oh, that's a tough one, man. Cause like you just watched you did, last year we watched the Bucks. We 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 just watched the Chargers win a championship. Not the Chargers, the Rams win a championship in LA. Because they said, fuck it. We're going all in. Fucking picks. We're going all in. We sign whoever we need to. And then we last year we watched the Bucks do it because they said, hey, yo, we got we got Brady. We're going all in. Fuck it. We're signing whoever he needs to get this shit done. And we got the money for it. So it's justified why they would do that. And all they needed was quarterbacks. They really, they really been reeling since Peyton Manning left. And Russell Wilson, dangerous. Like we'll get another fresh new look after um not maybe not I want to call it a poor season but it's, I wouldn't even call it a down season but he just did wasn't looking dangerous at all times because the, the finger injury the team was reeling he didn't really have a run game till end of the season but like we want dangerous so if he can turn it up I think that's a really good move for both sides because like the Seahawks got to move on it looking like. They they got they they gave Russell Wilson they let Russell Wilson go and they cut my dog on Bobby Wagner who's the heart and soul of that defense so to do that on the same day the heart of the offense and the soul of the defense on the same day like shows that they're kind of transitioning from Legion of Boom they might stop playing cover two cover three and shit now I'm playing but um I think it's a good look for both of them we'll see who won the trade because whoever wins whoever starts winning most games over the next four, three or four years is going to be the person that won that shit. And I'm glad he sent that boy to the AFC because his NFC is just getting weaker and weaker on the daily. And I'm, my take of it is I hate, I hate the whole concept of someone has to win a trade and someone has to lose a trade. I always think like there's always good and bad because reports came out today, Pete Carroll, um, Jared Allen, I can't remember, the, it was something Allen, I don't want to say Josh Allen, but it was something like that, Jody Allen maybe, and the third uh, coach out of the team, but Pete Carroll was the big one, because Pete Carroll, he doesn't really ever speak to media, especially like about situations, but the other two apparently don't talk much either, they're saying, but they said that all three of them, separate interviews, all said that like, yeah, we were all doing, like not good, but it was going, progressing, but it became evident Russell Wilson wanted to play somewhere else. Like it was, and then so at that point, you have one year left with him. In my opinion, instead of letting him walk next year in free agency when he's openly like everyone knows at this point he, he doesn't want to be here, or at least he'll be a professional about it. Come next year, he's not going to be here. So he wanted to be at a new place. They found him a contender, they didn't just drop him off on the Texans, they didn't just drop him off on the Jags. They gave him somewhere where he can he can do well, and it's on him to do well. And and in, in exchange, instead of letting him walk a year later for free, they got second-round picks. Uh, Noah Fan, who's who's a good tight end. I don't think Drew Locke's anything, but Noah Fan's a good player. Shelby Harris is a good player. Second-round picks are not not valuable. Like there's a lot of players coming down in the second round. He's got you just gotta hope you hit on it. 
But I just think they both got what they kind of needed going forward. Like I think yeah. they both did well. It's a good biz- it was a good business move for both sides. And um, sticking on to the Broncos, I'm going to let you take this because you wanted to talk about it. Randy Gregory, I thought he was supposed to be a cowboy. That was interesting because I heard they sniped him too. Like I heard they like they hit him up. Like they they said the Cowboys playing. Okay, bet y'all wanna y'all wanna y'all wanna y'all wanna pay Zeke and Dak. We got we got bread. We got bread for Randy Gregory, and that opens up a defense that was already same amount open. too. Both five years, seventy million. It's not like they offered more. I actually found out a little bit more to the story today. Oh, I didn't even know about that. But um, they sniped them. They were like, yo, like. You want to win a championship, bro? Slide. And there was probably – and then with the Cowboys, if we if we, um, if we we um want to do two teams at the same time, the Cowboys are already looking like there's something going on in that locker room. Well, I want to say there's something going on in the locker room. But there's there was some unhappy situations because um you look at Amari Cooper, and they said they – said, they said supposedly, reported, supposedly. I wasn't there, so don't – On the radio. There. I wasn't there. I just heard. That's what you said. That's what you say whenever you're about to tell a story that what you wasn't there for. I wasn't there. I just heard. They said Amari Cooper told Dak he the white, he the black Carson Wentz. Hey, I wasn't there. I just heard. But I'm oh. not going. Yeah, that was a great analogy. I was like, damn. Don't Carson. tell me you got ball sacked, Kev. Oh, the ball sack said it. It wasn't ball sack, but it was a similar account of ball sack. It was a great headline. It was a good headline. It had me rolling, but. Wait, where did I see that then? I was in the group chat. That wasn't on, like, Pat McAfee? Um, I think they got ball sacked as well. Like, it was just it, – uh-huh. it, it, it's fun. It's, it is fun to hear. Uh, okay, okay. I'll, but I heard that, and I agreed. I was like, damn, Carson Wentz – like, if Carson Wentz was black, he would have been nice. That's, like, that's <laughs> how – um that that's when you know the lie is that good. Whenever you're just like, damn, that, that makes fucking perfect sense. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I was like, yeah, that's true. Like, I would tell that. I, I would just – well, I, no lies. They did say on the radio. I think it was Jerry Jones. I could be uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, they said that he does not fit their system. Which was I. I didn't. I won't say it's a, a smack at his face or anything, but he wasn't not producing. Like <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you say okay, he that was the best weapon by far. And then they signed Michael Gallup as like. They gave Michael Gallup that bag. So, like, what you trying to say? Like, I will, I will say, in my, I'm not defending the Cowboys. I do not think Gallup's anywhere close to Cooper's level. But Cooper was 20 million for one year. Gallup got 57 for five. So he's closer to like 11 million a year. So like, they're already kind of in cap hell. But we both believe cap's not real. So they could have done something to, to get that to work. But my, before we move on to anything else, Randy Gregory. The other little thing I heard about him, the reason why he left the, the Cowboys and joined the Broncos, like you said, I wasn't there. This is, this is what I've been told. I so, wasn't there. I just heard. This is what I heard. Apparently, he was going to ink the deal. Then the Cowboys slipped in at the last second a little fine print saying, if you ever get fined off field or on the field for any reason, all your bonus money will be gone. Wow. And the moment they heard that, the Broncos weren't going to offer or was not going to do that because no other person on the team has a contract like that. It was just because of Randy Gregory's previous drug um, habits. But him and Jerry supposed to have 
so, both, uh, father and son type relationship. So for yeah, Jerry to uh, do that was kind of shysty. Like any, any, any cowboy good. fan looking at the Cowboys, like oh they like oh it's on the Cowboys in my opinion. This is not on Gregory. That that's on that's on the Cowboys for doing that. It's good business. That's good business on Gregory's head, but. Great, good shout out his agent. Shout out whoever checked out and saw that and said something immediately. Yeah. And and hey, this is gonna be nice, but let's jump around the league real quick. Um, because there's a lot of notable names. Like, man, this I'm looking at this list right now, and it looks like I'm looking at the dictionary. Uh, let's start off in the AFC East with one of the bigger stories as of recent, the Buffalo Bills. They has got a man once known as Von Miller now known as Von Billers. That boy has got a six-year, 120 million, 51 million guaranteed, 45 million guaranteed as of today. He put his name on that paper, and he got 45 million in his bank account. Woo! That's a lot of money. Six years for a 32, 33-year-old. It's tough, right? This is tough for me, right, for this exact reason. I think the Bills are going to the Super Bowl next year. Like, after watching after watching them lose the way they did, I was like – because I remember watching them thinking, like, last year coming into the season thinking that team isn't – that team can only, like, kind of slow down. Like, it kind of digress right now. Like, they can't just kill them every year. Like, they're not going to do that same – nah, they got even better. I think and, I think Vaughn agrees with you. Yeah, so them signing Vaughn is good because that was that was their only problem. They just couldn't get the stops when they needed stops. Like there were days they just needed stops, they couldn't get them. Like I'm pretty sure they lost to the Jaguars. Like <laughs> they, they needed they needed stops. So like there was times they needed stops and they just could not get them bitches. And then you look at the Bengals. The Bengals got the stops against the Chiefs, no problem. So like. It's like them signing a defensive player, especially somebody like Von Miller, I think is amazing. I think Von Miller is a phenomenal athlete, always will be, always has, always will be. Von Miller could weigh 300 pounds, and I feel like he could still guard me. But um, that's a lot of money for – and he's not playing six years. Like, he can. He's probably <laughs> – he's that athletic. But bro's not playing six. Bro's 33, like. A linebacker playing to forty damn near. How many times have you heard that before? Never. Usually, linebackers is at one position where they openly retire early. Yeah, like Ray Lewis was probably one. Ray Lewis, Brian Erlacher, those are some dudes. Terrell like Suggs, even he was a middle, but Luke Keekley got the fuck up out of there. Patrick Willis got the fuck up out of there. This shit is not good for your brain to play that position. So, like. That's how that's where I'm at with it. Like it was good, but like let's see how that in the long run, let's see how that looks. But like next season, he's good for them. But I think Aaron Donald might deserve a little cut from that. Like, I don't know. Aaron Donald might need a little uh because like he caught a lot of double teams. Aaron Donald caught a lot of double teams last year, and Von Miller was like single, single one on one. Get the fuck out of my way. Aaron Donald deserves a cut from a lot of people's salaries, if you ask me. <laughs> a lot of people on that list that owes Aaron Donald a little bit of their check. You think, you think Robert Quinn owes that boy a check? Robert Quinn. I think Matthew Stafford owes that motherfucker a check. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not just defensive players. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. I bet my last play. Jalen Ramsey. But Von Miller. 
with Von Miller, I think he brings that that locker room leadership though and that defense. Like who who's really an old head on this team? Like there isn't like like Stefan Diggs might be one of their oldest offensive players. Like, and that's might. saying something. That's uh, crazy. Um, so and on defense, like I can't really name any older players. There's are some young, fast players who are making names for themselves on this team right now. So Von Miller is going to play that. I've been to the Super Bowl. I know. Like, hey, bro, chill the fuck out. All right, everyone, calm down. Let's do this shit. Like, that's that yeah. Von Miller shit. And um, he might – like, honestly, he's not playing six years. Me, personally, I said it in, the, in, in, in our group chat. I signed a, if I sign a deal today that says $45 million goes directly in my bank account, I'm retiring tomorrow. <laughs> and I, I would not hold it against Von Miller if come come to start of the season that boy Hammy start hurting and he don't play the rest of the year, but he might show up in the Super Bowl. He's a plus. He's a plus. He's a good thing for them. Yeah. And, and, no, and of course. It could, be, it could be the Bills. It could be the Bills Broncos AFC Championship. I know he's pulling up that game. No, of course. I still think he's a, a tremendous player. He still has it in him, but. Six years. If this was a two-year, how much did he make? 120 million for six or so 20. They gave that man two years, 40 million, which is basically what the contract is with like 25 guaranteed. I would I would see the contract more. I understand it more. It's the same amount of money per year and everything. But you know you're not gonna happen for that long. But someone that you might have for the whole contract is Roger Safford, the offensive guard who just came over from the Titans, who was Previous Pro Bowler, I think that's a great pickup for him. Someone you need to protect Josh Allen, even though he's a truck himself. And a walking truck. Then um, tight end OJ Howard from the Bucks. I just think he has all the skill sets. Like he's a great athlete. He's fast. He's big. He can jump. He has the hands. He has the the wingspan. But he just never put it all together. He was hey you. I know you hate him because he's on the Bucks, but there was few. And then he go to Florida State also, I believe. But there was only a few amount of players, or maybe Alabama, but there was only a few amount of tight ends ever to go first round or second round. Um, like he was just he he was an elite athlete. So hopefully having but just look about you gotta have Dawson Knox here, OJ Howard right here. That 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 might be that might be a little bit a little bit hey, that's three trucks if you count Josh Allen. Who they running back with running back? Um, their running back is still Matt Breida. Not Matt Breida. Um, oh, you hit me. I, I, Matt Breida is on the team. They have Zach Moss and uh, I can't remember the other name. McIntyre? No. Oh, if he's not he, He's not. As a, basically, Josh Allen's the motherfucking running back, as you saw in the playoffs. No, nah, no cap. I saw against us. Like, that boy know how to run in the cold. Um, another team. So we're not talking Patriots. If you're a Patriots fan, your team has done absolutely nothing this free agency except let people go. Um, Dolphins. I mean, we got Teddy B, who I think is a decent starter, but he's a phenomenal backup. Phenomenal. Um, two running backs. We both got we we got Chase Edmonds, who's coming from Arizona, which uh, yeah, now makes I, like, I think I like he's nice. And I then. Like Raheem Moore start. Moore start. For his, former running back for the 49ers with Mike McDaniel. He just can never stay healthy. Nah, those are actually two really good pickers. I didn't know y'all grabbed some running backs. So you off the um what's your what's the what's your running back brand with the rookie? You love you love saying brand name. Um 
not Mike Gesicki. Nah, the rookie running back for the Dolphins that that this year. Um, we didn't have a rookie running back this year. We had Patrick Le- Oh Leard. Nah, who's your running back? I had like a Duke Johnson, Patrick Lindsay, uh, uh, Miles Gasek, uh, not Gasecki, Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin, y'all from Miles He wasn't Gaskin. a rookie, but yeah, no, he. I liked them. But no, nah, these two definitely upgrades. We're gonna we're gonna cut those other ones. Um, we hey, franchise Duke Johnson. We franchise tag Gasecki, which I thought was good. That means you gotta pay him a bag next year because he's gonna get a lot of catches this season. They were, that wasn't smart. I don't think that was smart for them. Well, at least the reason we had a franchise tag him is because Emmanuel Ogba, our nine sack getter, pass rusher, leader of our defense, he just got the bag. Four years, 65 million, 32 guaranteed. Ooh, nice. But he is that defense. Like without him, I don't think we're 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 as explosive on that front, that front four or five that we like to run. Nice. And then um if we talking tight ends, man, what about um them boys them boys out there? If you if you close y'all got over there, the Dolphins. Gaseki? Yeah, y'all no, I'm saying y'all boys y'all boys made any other moves over there? Cause like um we got a we improved our offensive line. Connor Williams. Yeah, yeah Connor Williams, former cowboy offensive guard. He was uh ranked ninth by PFF for his position, I believe. Um, for run block, ninth for pass block. So he does them both real well. And he's a former tackle in college. So he can play multiple positions on the line. And two years, 14 million. I'm taking that. And for He's an immediate upgrade on the line for us. Yeah. Didn't everybody um, get graded under 60 or something like that? Yeah. Um, he was graded, I think, 85, I believe. So, like, immediate, immediate upgrade. Hopefully we can still splash. But I know we're talking to another Cowboys right tackle, Collins, who is all pro, great player, one of the best right tackles in the game. Two is a lefty, so the right tackle is very important, way more than the left. And um, so hopefully we get him, and he already has the chemistry. But on to our next team. We're going to have to talk about the Baltimore Ravens. We ain't talking. We ain't talking in New York. Oh, oh! For some reason, I skipped right over them. Well, yeah, the Jets. They actually went on a spending spree this year. I don't know how I skipped right over them. The, boy, Uzi, the craziest thing to me was Uzi, my dog. That boy turned his back. I, see, I thought they was gonna run it back. I thought the Bengals put him. Everybody was young, and he was a leader of the team. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I don't think they're gonna have any problems filling that filling that spot in the leadership category. You got Jamar Chase. Um, coming off a of rookie of the year, Joe Joe Burrow coming off a of comeback player of the year. Like leadership is there. And Jamar Chase got people talking about some, hey, yeah, don't split, don't split no polls or nothing. Like leadership is there. But damn, I didn't see Burrow leaving like that. That's wild. You need one Samoan. Yeah, you need. Come on, bro. The boys run the WWE. Like you need a Samoan if you're trying to win for real. Uh, not. I think it's a great pickup for Zach. I think this is honestly the year where it's Zach Wilson doesn't produce. They're moving on because they got Uzuma. Then they got Lincoln Tomlinson, the offensive guard from the 49ers, who's one of the top 10 in his position. And um, like they're getting him protect uh, the other, their rookie that got hurt last year, who was like a top five pick. For the attack, not not rookie last year, but the year before, who was like a phenomenal another guard on the other side. 
He's going to be back this year. So the offensive line is going to be bulked up. And then they re-signed Brexton Berrios. If you remember, towards the end of the year, that was the only name we were talking about with the Jets, that he was on special teams. He was line, He was the, the only one really scoring touchdowns for him. Uh-huh. And uh, they went and got Jordan Whitehead, former Bucks uh, safety. So, like, they're bulking up on the defense. I think this is the year where, like, I hate the Jets, but I think – Last year, they were sitting probably at like a D minus to F in grades. But walking into this year, they're at least a C. Honestly, with the way that they're – somebody's picking like the, the Lincoln Tomlinson, the offensive guard, like 49ers is all they produce is great offensive line. I respect it, man. I like to see what Robert can do with the motherfucking defense this, this year. And, like, now he has a – offense that might not have to turn that might not turn the ball over as much not saying they ain't gonna turn it as much like but we'll see what them boys can make shit because i new york's the gift that keeps on giving for me so i have no problems with them boys if them boys start winning that's not my i do not give a fuck I, I I fucking hate them. That's my least favorite team in the division, and that's coming from someone who, who lost to the Patriots a lot. Like, we beat the Jets, but they're still the, my least favorite team. Because the but, Jets is – they, hey, I'm not going to lie. When the Jets be balling, the, the Jets fans be coming out of nowhere. You would have never guessed certain people with Jets fans. Like, I haven't seen a Jets fan in a while because the boys haven't been balling yet. But when they be balling, oh, yeah, they're going to come out of there. The next team on the list, we're going to the AFC North. Two Pro Bowl players signing with the Ravens here. Safety, Marcus Williams with the former Saint, five years, 70 million. And Sedarius Smith, former Packer, oh. four years, 35 million, with a max to 50 if he hit certain incentives. I didn't even hear about Sedarius. Jeez, them boys got Z. Yeah, but they, they bulk in that defense. Ravens love their motherfucking DBs, bro. They got Marcus Williams. They got to have at least five great DBs back there. I know y'all got hurt, so y'all ain't fucking around this year. Damn, that's another team they got to worry about next year. What about Lamar? Doesn't Lamar – don't Lamar – don't they got to sign Lamar? No, he's still on the team. Um, I think that comes next year with the re-signing. Uh, I could be wrong, but – they did a bulk up the tackle position with Mo- Morgan Moses, five, 15 million, three year. He's a good offensive lineman. I think they picked him up because uh, that one player retired, Bill Nuneva. You think you think that you think they could sign Jarvis Landry? They probably could. And honestly, that would be I, I could see Jarvis Landry saying, like, oh, y'all didn't want me. Everyone loves Lamar. So like I feel like they wouldn't mind going over to the Ravens. They feel like that's a team that can win now. And uh, Lamar and John is Hathaw's a cool coach. Yeah, people just like Lamar. Like, he has that ability that's to, like, no one hates him, except for, like, certain media analysts. Because he oh. is. Lamar! Come on, 100%. We're not talking, Michael. We're not talking. Dang, I forgot. I forgot what I used to say. But we talking <laughs> Lamar, motherfucking Jackson, bro. Of course, it's different. Bro, he from he from out of Florida. He gonna he gonna call you a bit. Right? Well, we gotta jump to another team. The team that owned them twice put forty burgers on them both times. One went all the way to the Super Bowl. 
We're talking about the Bengals here. They lost Uzuma, but what they did do is bulk up the offensive line. They got, better, motherfuckers. <laughs> they got Alex Kappa from the Bucks, offensive guard, four-year, $35 million. He's a great player. Ted Karaz, offensive lineman, three years, $18 million. Another Buck, good – no, he's not a buck player. Wait, is he? No, he might be a buck player. I, I'm not sure. I just know Kappa for sure is, but Karaz, they're both uh, good. I wouldn't say great, but they both are, like, really good at their position. And then the only other noise they really made was that B.J. Hill, the defensive tackle that was balling in the playoffs and all throughout the year. They re-signed him. They brought him back, and they brought back Jesse Bates at safety position. Them boys gonna be trouble. Do you them expect boys. a similar output out of them this year, or do you think maybe last I year know. was kind of like a Cinderella story, and reality's gonna hit this year? Or is this, or or are they just gonna continue on the Bengals, like what the Bengals did last? And I'm not saying Super Bowl every year, but just like every year playoffs and just in that mix. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers went to the Super Bowl in 2010. And never went again. He won four super. He won four MVPs after that. It's so never gone again. I'm not, and I'm not saying that you can't go again. I'm just saying when shit happens out of nowhere, it happens. Like everything was in your favor. You got a good matchups. You got the right. You just got the right matchups. You played the best. You played the game plan. Then y'all boys are motivated and dedicated a little bit more. Y'all are one play away from winning the Super Bowl. Could I have ever written that down on a piece of paper, especially when they when people said they were gonna win four games, and I was like, damn, I guess they only gonna win four games. Like, so like it's tough for me to even sit down and say, like, will they ever do that again exactly like that? Cause that was crazy. Like, nigga, the individuals got sacked nine times. Oh my still won the playoff game. You got you lost the coin toss to Pat Mahomes. Still won the playoff game. Picked them off. So it's tough to be like, well, I just know that they're going to be a problem. They need to get an indoor facility, and the boys are going to continue to be a problem. I like that. I like that. Um, Next team, Cleveland Browns. So there's a couple stories here. Let's just hit the free agents real quick. They got Amari Coop. Coop. They got Amari Cooper from, from the Cowboys in exchange for what? A fifth round pick. They give them boys a can of soda and a bag of chips for one of the, maybe not top 10, but definitely a top 15, no matter how you rank them, a receiver. Um, how do you feel about that trade? I'm not going to lie. We got to start doing that. Cool. cool. <laughs> that's what the Cowboys do. At first, because every time he catches a ball, that's what they do. I thought they were booing him. I, t- I called my dad. God, Why are they booing him? Like that's their, He's like, no, they're saying coop. I was like, oh, okay. I thought they were saying poop. Like, I'd watch the games, I'd be like, poop. I heard yeah. boo. I was, I was like, like damn. I was on Twitter one day, and I seen that somebody, screamed, somebody tweeted, coop, coop. And I was like, oh, I think he got a touch game winning touchdown. And I was like, oh, that's what they be saying. But no, that's a good pick. I like Lamar I've liked Lamar Cooper since he was at Alabama. Like, Lamar Cooper's been a true for a motherfucking minute. Like, that's a strong-ass motherfucker. He's fast, elusive, and he can get off. You know how my receivers do. So, like, Lamar Cooper's a truth. And, like, I wish that he said that because, like, that would have been so funny. But um, he's only going to add to that team. And, like, 
they look like they're about to get um Jimmy G on the low. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, like, I don't know if they're really staying trying to run it with Baker. And I know, motherfucking, somebody would make a switch. Somebody, somebody will swap it out. Well, you saw the Baker news with the letter. Um, well, to this. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to break it down for everybody. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> somebody told me. All right. <laughs> That's my what source, I heard. My source is. Said, <laughs> so. Oh, this is facts. This is all facts. No, no rap. Sean Watson had a meeting with the Browns. He was one of the teams that he was that was interested in him, and he was interested in them. So he had a meeting with them the other day. Due to that meeting, though, no, like every other team having a meeting with him doesn't really have a starting quarterback other than the Falcons. But the Browns, no, the Browns are meeting with him. So like immediately, if you're the starting quarterback there, what does that tell you? So he then went on Twitter, posted an Instagram, he posted his letter, and it doesn't say he's leaving, but it is like a thank you, I've had a great time, and if whatever God's playing for me going forward, so it either says one, to me, or a lot of people are saying, it just means like one, they might be signing Deshaun Watson, they might be close, but they're definitely looking at him so hard that like Baker's not important. And if a lot of people, Dan Olosky came out and said, like, if you're to start, like, if you're Baker Mayfield, you cannot go back there without being disrespected. But you can take it how it is. Me personally, the way I see it is Baker is not a surprise. There's been a story all year round that you've not been good. You, Yeah, you're hurt. But if they bring in Deshaun Watson, it is better for the team. It is like that is you can go somewhere else. He might go to the Colts. He might go somewhere else. He might leave. But. If he stays and Deshaun Watson doesn't come, you have to ball out this year. Like, personally, me, Jimmy G didn't cry when they drafted uh, Trey Lance. Aaron Rodgers didn't cry when they drafted Jordan Love. What did they do? What did Jimmy G do next? Took his team to the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl. He took his team deep into the playoffs. He took his team to the Super Bowl multiple times. Um, then, if you look at uh, not multiple. He took a team to Super Bowl at one time, but he went to D, he upset it. Um, it was upset the Packers this year. Was did he, did he take his team or did his team, was he just there too? He was there too, but he was still the quarterback. Like he's still he was still on the field. Like if you're like, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks that only win four games. So um, he didn't put out a letter when they drafted Trey Lance. He just he just played ball. So like, yeah. I, I don't hey, feel bad. And he kept good energy too. Like anytime they tried to do it, he just he felt like he had a great time this season. I felt like he never was like flustered. I'm just playing ball. Like was, like I, I I understand the letter. It wasn't a goodbye, but to me it was the say like, a lot of people are speculating that he's gonna leave even if they don't get Watson. And I don't know. I would have just came back and balled if that was you. If you if you're that if if you believe that you're that good, the Browns is a team that you can win with right now. I don't think I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a Baker fan at all, slightly. Not if you watch any week of the season, that'll tell you. Case Keenum, cool. Oh no, that's um, that's the that's no, that, the, that was their backup. Oh yeah, Case Keenum, no problem. Like not, I, I, my picks would be the exact same. But Baker Mayfield is a fundamentally good football player. He has very. He probably has a lot of people. Um, Aaron Rodgers praises him, says he probably has like 
one of the top, if, it, if Aaron, one of the best um play actions, play actions, um play action um. So like play action and stuff like that. So he's a very good fundamentally team. He needs to get better decision making and probably needs to start throwing throwing that thing a little deeper. You feel me? Throw that. Go ahead and take a shot every once in a while. You feel me? Get better chemistry with his players. He seems like a dude that just plays football. Like really got to really start hanging. Got to build a build a build a chemistry and connect and mesh with like and look at people like Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. They the people that. Josh Allen, they really mesh well with their receivers. So he has to get to that point because at the end of the day, he has a good O-line, so he's never really rushed like that. He'd be hurt, but, like, he might need to stop holding the ball as much as he does. But, like, like I don't think Baker Mayfield's horrible just because of how young he is. Like, he's fundamentally a great player. Like, if you had to put – if you practiced next to him, you would think, oh. Like, before like before you got the throwing and stuff. Like when you practice next week, like, oh, this dude is this dude's the truth. Okay, cool. So like, hey man, God has a plan for him. He's bound to do whatever. He just needs to come in with the mindset to win, like you said. Like, yo, I'm here to ball out because he just could be a player that finesses a bag. So like, he, I'm not a fan of him even slightly, but I'm not saying he's horrible. Like, if there was a bench line, if there was a, if David Derrick Carr's a bench line, he like he's he's the baseline for quarterbacks. He's like up and down in that baseline a lot. This this season he will spend a lot of time down. Oh yeah, I I would put him way below Derek Carr personally. I think he is the bench line. If you're better than Baker Mayfield, you're a good quarterback. If you're not good, better than Baker, you're not a starter caliber. But yeah. those are all opinion matters. Um, on to the AFC South. Oh no, my we had the Steelers. One topic to talk about. We can breeze through it. Kev, how do you feel about Mitch? I was feeling fifty five hundred before they got there. When he got there, I'm going back to seven thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Those odds say it all. Those are the odds hey, for the Steelers. Hey, I, heard, I heard some shit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna I'm put it out there because I like to. I like. I'm a people. I'm, I'm a man of the people. You feel me? So they said the Steelers um lineup. The line was already seven thousand, and it, and a lot of people were betting on it, so they pushed it to fifty five. And then with um Trubisky back, they were like, okay, you guys can get your seven thousand back. So <laughs> it's not, we're not gonna make it seem like they could um we're not gonna make it seem like we we, we go there tell, before. We, we we gonna tell both sides. We gonna tell both sides. That's all I gotta say. We gonna tell both sides. That's somebody I got that from. I don't I, I haven't fact checked or nothing. I just got that from somebody that I bet I really I really guess probably really bet on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl next year when it was plus seven thousand. Probably only bet like seven dollars, but it was probably him. I trusted. But makes sense. It, was, it wasn't Pat, but I bet you Pat Pat need to get in on them odds too. But um, <laughs> but hey man, we'll see. Like he has some decent receivers. Uh O-line, yeah. Najee Harris behind you, yeah. Defense, TJ Watt, gonna get you the ball back, yeah. So Coach, that's gonna get you a winning season. Yeah, sneak into the playoffs. All you gotta do is ball. Big Ben was getting the boys to the playoffs, and we never. And he barely could walk. Right. I went over the last two years. I know you and me have never once said, "Damn, that boy Big Ben is looking nice right now." Like, not once did we say that. Go check our messages. You will not see not once. I, there were times I was like, "Hey, Big Ben, great game." I never was like, hey, damn, that boy Big Ben looked like he the truth right now. Ugh. I'd be like, damn, that defense is getting torched. Like, what the fuck? Y'all, y'all not stopping Big Ben? Mr. No. I'm going to end the game on the knee. And 
to play devil's advocate, Mitch Trubisky was what a second overall pick. So like he like the opposite, like he might be like if, if with the right weapons, maybe he was the reason. Like those people usually get a second chance. So we'll see. Matt Nagy did win coach of the year. Not Matt Nagy. Whoever who was the one that um wasn't Matt Nagy that won coach of the year with, with him yep. as um quarterback. They went like they twelve won. and four or they yeah, made they... the playoffs and they missed they lost the they lost to the Eagles by a field goal. So like we'll see. We'll see. I'm not I'm not counting them out. And the Steelers are a team that know how to figure out wins. So I'm not counting nobody out. We'll we'll see. They got wins with Mason Rudolph again. That's true. Um, next, next on the block, the AFC South, um, this, this honestly, there's only been one team really make a lot of noise. The Colts haven't done much. They're really playing the waiting game to see what happens with quarterbacks. Because if Deshaun Watson goes somewhere, maybe the Colts gets the scraps. Um, Mm -hmm. look, the way that Colts got explained to me was the, the Saints are $80 million uh, under the cap, right? The Colts are seventy. After getting after dishing out Carson Wentz, the Colts are seventy million above the cap. The Colts could have signed any had enough money to sign any deal that's been signed this offseason because they had the most most out of everybody. So them being wretched, them not being active, and them choosing to um. They like to they like to um build within and stuff like that is cool stuff like that but y'all missed the playoffs and y'all had eight Pro Bowlers so there's something y'all gotta figure out and y'all gotta figure that shit out now so like you kind of I don't know if they made how many moves they made towards all quarterbacks hopefully they was in every conversation with every quarterback but their them being quiet is not good because this is a team that was supposed to go deep into the playoffs, but instead y'all started off the season over four with a good coach. So we and y'all had an MVP candidate. So y'all need to figure this out right motherfucking now. And if you get a Jimmy G or a Baker Mayfield, like you gotta hope that those people are taking the, the fact that they got booted, they got the boots personal and go ball out that's how i look at that shit yeah the Colts is a team as to me they're like the broncos they're just missing that one piece that one piece that will put them over the top but we'll see um the texans another team that hasn't really done much they re-signed a lot of players signed a lot of uh, you say stop no i said ah uh- Oh, I was like, oh, who did they sign? <laughs> I was like, nah, they already like they have a lot of names, but it's like Malik Collins, defensive tackle, Farrell Brown. Like these are not big name household names, but they I guess they're adding depth to the team. One hey, what? I'm not stressing nothing the Texans got going on. All I know nothing. is my dog just jumped. Yeah, hey, Watson, my yeah. He will hey, see where he lands now. We got Atlanta, the Browns, the Saints, and the Panthers. Those are the four teams in the Sweet Stakes that get Deshaun Watson, and we'll see. I look, I look at, I look at us being in the mix as some like, I don't know what the fuck we got going on because Matt Ryan has a no trade cost. So like, if if Deshaun Watson trades waves his no trade cost to go to Atlanta, you have to hope Matt Ryan waves his no trade cost 
to go to Houston, and I don't like that to happen. They're and not. Oh, forty-eight million is a lot of motherfucking money. So, like, if somebody does trade for him, like, they're not gonna want him to get that back. So, like, us being in the mix is, I feel like, it's just like a ploy to like not let the division get too much better now that we already had to deal with fucking Tom again. So. That's how I looked at that shit, but hey, man, Deshaun Watson beating that case because, like, is I feel like if I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it because rape is a very serious, serious thing. But like, if those individuals were lying, I feel like there should be some type of punishment. That's all I gotta say. But like, we're not gonna get into that. That's a whole. This is a whole other topic for a whole other podcast. But how do you feel about Deshaun Watson? Because like, a lot of people say he's still a top five quarterback. And, like, we got to see. But, like, I've been rocking with Brett since Clemson. Like, I love seeing him win national titles out there. I think he was Ray Ray's quarterback. No, I think Trevor Lawrence was Ray Ray's quarterback. I believe, yeah, um, Trevor Lawrence. But I like him. But we'll see because the, like, he hasn't really, like, he, he was great. And then we haven't seen him in over a year. So, like, there's always that rust you got to knock off all that stuff. And, some like he went four and twelve in his last year. I know he had a very bad team around him and stuff, but he also had one good year. So it's just kind of hard. Like the, the volatile, like one great year, one bad year, and then like we haven't seen him in the one whole year. So then, um, but I still think if he plays where how he played in his like how he played when they played, like he is a top. I don't know five because there's a lot of big names right now at the top. I would definitely say top seven to eight for sure. Um, like immediately right into that spot. And then, uh, but reports are coming in that if he goes to the Falcons, because Deshaun Watson wouldn't meet with a team that isn't serious. Like, that's what everyone's saying. Like he had, like, he's not wasting time. He's trying to do what he wants to do. So every, every meeting and every team meeting with him has to be a very serious contender. And how you have to have like trades that are like, Accept, accepted basically and uh matt ryan isn't a part of that trade because the, the rumors are that if he goes to the falcons matt ryan will might might be the colts like i'm saying the colts are just waiting to get the and like you said they have all the money and uh, matt ryan can recon, uh, reconstruct contract all that stuff um but or the falcons might take some and the, the colts take majority stuff like that but there are already kind of like rumors already circling, but that's for each team because there's already rumors that if the Browns get them, the Baker's going to leave. Like there's this, everyone has their roots submitted and we'll see who, ha- who, who comes out with Deshaun. And hopefully he continues to play at the Pro Bowl level that he plays at. Oh, and his hometown is Atlanta. That's another big thing. That, that's his home. Uh, but we can't spend too much time on that. Well, the Titans, we can run through that because the only name that they really signed that was a big deal. They let both of their like tackles, uh, both of their linemen go. But Harold Landry, eighty-seven million extension this year, fifty-two point five guaranteed, five years, worth every penny. He, That's the safety linebacker he was the one that had like 15 sacks 16 sacks. like he was the he was that hard he was the bobby wagner of these titans he was bobby get, get that boy get that boy check uh but on to the big story of that division the jaguars went out and fucking just 
fuck it. We're throwing it. We're, we got the money. We're going to go out and spend $72 million on Kristen Kirk, making the third highest paid wide receiver in the league. Shout out to them. They got three offensive linemen. And one of them is a Pro Bowl level. And then um, Evan Ingram and then Zay Jones. Like they just spent all the Faye Aluakon linebacker from the Fal- uh, Falcons, a leading tackler of the, the uh, league last year. People can say what they want to say, but the Jaguars have to spend more money just to convince the player to not take the same deal somewhere else because it's the Jaguars. We have to make you want to come to the Jaguars. So, but they're building a culture. That's all I see personally because anything more than one win in two years um, and then what, two, what did they win? Three wins this year. So four wins in three years. Yeah, anything is better. If they can go out and get five wins, six wins, seven wins next year, and Trevor Lawrence looks decent because they built some linemen and got two okay receivers and they're helping the defense of Faye Aluakon, at least they're building a culture like the Lions did this year. I respect it. I respect it. They, they got to do what they got to do. They just got to keep building. What I, I just know whatever they do do this season is not going to solve all their problems. So they just got to stay pro- proactive. Um, Let's see. Next, we're going into the AFC West. We talked about the Broncos already. We can go over them. Um, the Chiefs haven't done much of anything. They're just sitting back. They signed Justin Reed, and they didn't re-sign Tyron Matthew. They That's that. I heard they didn't even offer a contract. We'll see. We'll hear more in the future, but, like, that's crazy because, like, the only reason why that Bills game was that close and they, that court, that um one receiver can get four touchdowns was because Tyron Matthew got hurt. Like, the football guy said, hey, they don't have Jadavious White, so we're going to have to, like, Tyron Matthew, like, let's let's we're gonna even this game out and let this be one of the greatest games of all time. But <laughs> Tyron Matthew was there. They wasn't letting that shit slide. What? What? Tyron Matthew was not what hey Tyron Matthew, hey get get the fuck off. I'm, I got this side. So them not re-signing him is a big deal to me, just to me. But like whoever he signs with is gonna be very happy. Hopefully they don't have to pay him a bag bag, but like they probably gotta pay him a nice little check. But like Tyron Matthew not re-signing, not even getting offered a contract, if that's true, is fucking insane to me. Hey, but when you pay Patrick Mahomes half a billion dollars, sometimes some people got to take a hit. Yeah, no such thing as Southern Cup. <laughs> hey, but there's, there's some straight bullets out there. Nah, there's some straight bullets. Because like, <laughs> I, when I see Matt Ryan's getting 48 million, I was like, what? And then you wonder why some people, like, they can't get some people. Um, but yeah. another team on that block, this is two teams that has some, made some big news. Raiders. Went out, Max Crosby gave that boy the bag, four years, $98.9 million with $95 million in, um, I believe this, oh, what was it, $95 million, uh, 53 is guaranteed, and 95 in new money. But that's a bag, and he deserves it. He earned the fuck out of that shit. He's, they say he's a problem every down. Every down is a fucking problem. So that's cool. And they cut Carl Nassib. I don't, I'm i not going to lie. I low-key thought him and Max Crosby was the same person. It wasn't until they cut him. I was like, oh, oh that makes sense. 
Did you but, see who um, they got to replace him? Who? Chandler Jones. Oh. 52 million. They ain't get big dog CJ. Yep. Big dog. Max oh, on one side, Chandler on the other. Them boys trying to go to the playoffs again. I see him. I see him. Y'all do your thing. Get y'all, get y'all replaced. And they still got Deshaun Jackson and um Hunter Run for a receiver. Yep. And Darren Waller. And Derek Carr is looking to re-sign. Nothing official yet, but he's met with coaches and it looks like good good energy. So we'll see what's cracking. I like them boys to try to make another run for the playoffs, maybe win a game or two. Hey, they was talking NFC best last year with the the that um Seahawks, 49ers, uh division. Um this is the AFC best. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Next on the block, this is why this is why it's the AFC best. The Chargers. They just re-signed Mike Williams three years, 60 million. Gave that boy the bag. They went out, traded for Khalil Mack for what? A can of soda and a bag of chips. I believe it was what a second rounder for 2022 and a sixth rounder. Pennies. And then they give they give that boy JC Jackson, Mr. Interception, who's been Number two for the past two years in interceptions with I believe ten and nine. Five years, eighty-two million. Woof. They trying to win. This whole division's trying to win. Yeah, the Broncos, you have the Raiders, you have the Chiefs, and you have the fucking Chargers. This is this is electrifying. This shit is crazy, man. Cause like that was some great pickups. Cause that's what they needed. They just needed some stops on defense. Like and the defense is young because you got to think about it. You got Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr. He may and them so so them boys signing J.C. Jackson. And I wish I thought they were gonna sign to sign Von Miller as and bring him and let him along to get to the other side of LA, but like the Bills gave him a bag. So them boys adding to that defense is very nice. Their offense is still gonna continue to grow and build and stuff like that. So like. If their defense can start getting stopped, the boys is going to the AFC Championship. Yeah, and what they already got Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Joey Bosa. They, they got playmakers. All day playmakers. They wake up and make plays. Uh, on to the next division. Um, I'm just going to skim over this one because this one really is quiet except for one team. And that'll be the last team I bring up. But the Cowboys, we already talked about. Mari left. Gallup got the bag. Schultz tied in. He was top five in about every tight end stat. Um, he got the franchise tag. And uh, Demarcus Lawrence, he got a bag. Three years, $40 million. But we'll see what else they do. They don't have much money. Next team was the Giants. They haven't done anything other, get, other than get Tyrod Taylor as a backup for Daniel Jones. I love Tyrod, but that's not. That's not breaking news. Um, next team was the Philadelphia Eagles. Haven't done much except for they did sign Hassan Reddit, who went out and they had a hell of a season. I think he had like he had he was up there in sacks. He had like over 15 or something. He got three years, 45 million coming from the Panthers. So he does bring that 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 edge that the uh, Eagles need. Next team, though, this is the team that I think is the big deal. Carson Wentz, he went to the Commanders. That was like no one really knew what was going to happen with him. And they got him for what, a 2022 seventh-round pick? 
Amanda Carson, I salute you. Good luck. Ron Rivera. Yeah, it's your turn. I will say he I think he's better than Heineke. And I, he had some bad, 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 bad moments. Like two games with two picks. And both were, I believe, against the Titans. And both were like on the one-yard line type shit. Left hand, sprained ankles, all that jazz. But outside of those two games, like that's four picks on a seven-pick season. So, like, he does, like, he didn't turn the ball over that much. And that's the only thing I can say about him. Outside of those, like, highlighted moments that everyone focuses on for a 17-season, a 17-game season, seven picks, and four of, four of which came in two games. So, like, three on the other 15 games is, is not is not a bad ratio. Hey, man, I think he's perfect for that team because he's willing to die for a play. I need that, my commander. They need, they need that. Commander Carson, I salute you. Only other jazz out of this camp from the NFC side was uh, J.D. McKissick, who was going to sign with the Bills, pulled a Randy Gregory and said, psych, I'm going back to the commanders. He did the opposite of Gregory. Instead of signing with the Bills, he said, psych, I'm going back to the commanders for the same amount of money. Story goes that they weren't even sending him any money. Um, at all uh, till they heard the news that the Bills wanted him. And he's a great scat back uh, running back. Fantasy-wise, great name to pick up in the late rounds. He likes his life in the city, man. He doesn't want to move. He got, got a family out there. and like, do his thing, man. I, I hey, respect man. it. Hey, Brad, best day in D.C. I've been to D.C. It's pretty straight out there. Like, weed's legal out there. Like <laughs> Another division. <laughs> Another division where I don't feel like much noise was made except for one team, uh, maybe two, but we only really got to talk about the two, those two, was the Bears. They haven't done much except that for – That chief is up for sale. That's yeah. how much – that's what they're doing. They, think they said this is not my problem anymore. They got Khalil Mack up out of town. So we'll see what's up with them next year. I don't expect shit out of them. Detroit Lions, they're, they're on the – they're kind of like the Jaguars ugly cousin because like the jaguars is at least signing some names you know the lions is spending money on some motherfuckers you never heard of both those teams have a special place in my heart yeah hey you can never an underdog story bro you gotta love it um next team i'm gonna be going crazy next team on the list green bay packers we already talked about rogers adams lazard MVS leaving and Zadarius Smith leaving. We already covered that, but they did give who we didn't talk about yet was Devonte Campbell and Preston Smith. Both got one got five years, 50 mil. One got four years, 52 mil. So both got the bag and they're both the reason why Zadarius Smith ain't coming back. Yeah. I feel like they feel like they're deep. Even though he's a, he's a class a talent. I feel like they, they're having to play a whole season without him. Their defense, they feel really more comfortable in their defense and their pass rush that they don't need him. But I don't know. I feel like it's a big pickup for the Raiders because that's a fast mother trucker. Yeah, you had to pay two. You can't pay three linebackers each $50 million. You had to pick two, and they picked their two, and now you're going to stick with it. We'll see how it goes. Recently, um, what, what have you done for me recently type situation? 100%. And, hey, these two ain't missed 16 games of a year. So, uh, Minnesota Vikings, 
Kirk Cousins signed one year, $35 million. I saw a stat that showed that, like, over, like, the course of seven or eight years, this man has made over $250 million. And, Kirk Cousins, I salute you. You are the Captain Kirk, Captain Bag. That's his new name. Captain Bag Cousins is out here. Once again, $35 million just to sign my name across this fucking dotted line. I'm not gonna lie, I talk shit about Kirk Cousins the entire season. But I I talk shit about your cousin Kirk this entire season. But when he signed that, when he signed that one right there, I was like, hey, you I was like Tupac in um poetic justice. I see Kirk, I was cousin. Cousin. What's up? What's up? You know I got this business I need to try and invest. Like what? I know you got it. You still driving that 2004 Camry. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he really he he. The story of him was once he got all that money from the Washington football team back in the day, his first big contract, he was still coming to practice in like a 04 Trailblazer that he had since college and it was beat down. And like he never, he was like, That car works fine with me. Nice, I yeah. Like, like he, he, and a, a man that knows how to save a dog, hey man, cousin. So hopefully, they ball out Justin Jefferson. He's spending a lot of good years over there right now, so he's gonna get a super bag. This he has the ball out this season. I think that's a contract year, so we'll see about how it goes. But like, hey, he got his bag. Do something with it. All right, we got two more divisions left, and honestly, there's only we already talked about most of those divisions, so we're gonna we're almost done here. This is the MVP of all free agency. The Falcons uh, signed Young Hoku, five-year, $24 million, 11.5 guaranteed. Tell me, Kev, how'd you feel about your boy, Young Hoku? Well, I know when I get his jersey, I'm going to be able to wear it for the next five years. But, like, fuck us. Like, why are we not making any plays right now, Splashes? Do we not have money? Matt Ryan got $40 million of that money. 48 48, yeah, like, <laughs> he's in there. He got a chair at the board. He's in there. It's like, what are we doing this offseason, guys? The fact that we're so quiet and we're slowly getting, getting rid of players, lost Foyer, about these individuals that have been playing. Calvin, Calvin Ridley's one-game suspension due to gambling. That's tough. Not one game, one year. I've I apologize. The entire year for fifteen hundred. Did we talk about that? Not yet, but we can talk about it right now because that's their yeah. biggest story, honestly. That bro, that bro, that fifteen hundred got sent out for the whole season. It's the NFL just being the NFL. The boys trying to set an example so nobody else even tries to slide do it. But damn, that's some bullshit. Like, come on, man. This how bro. This how bro make a living, bro. He just didn't play last season. Now you gonna get this season, like. But hey, man, it'd be like that. You only bet fifteen hundred. We don't know what he betted on. You could have bet on the fucking um coin toss. So, but hey, man, it'd be like that. How do you feel about that, Mister Bet Betting Man himself? Uh, honestly, I think twenty five years from now, it won't be a big deal. I'm not. I'm saying twenty five because I still think there's a, even with all the contracts and all the working together and stuff between FanDuel and DraftKings, all that stuff. I still think there's still that negative light because. Outside of football, look at Pete Rose, one of the best. Uh, look at Roger Clemens, one of the best pitchers of all time. These, they were just, what did they do? They betted on their team to win. 
no one hates on Mayweather for betting on himself to win. That's okay. But when you mm-hmm. come to these other sports that are regulated the way they are, because um, boxing and UFC weren't regulated the way like these other sports are because they don't have a, a single commissioner to answer, answer to, and they're not owned by owners and that, that completely control your life and stuff like that. Yeah, it's more um, like state-based. Yeah, so – they they get to tell you what to do here in these sports so and these same people are the ones writing the checks and it's all business and all that so i think it's gonna be a while i think the old regiment is gonna have to kind of die off and fade before this newer regiment comes in and when the newer regiment comes in they're gonna be used to betting they're gonna be used to all that stuff whereas it won't be a big deal as long as you're betting on your team to win now if you're a quarterback betting on your team to lose that's gonna be scandal that's gonna be like, uh, but uh, by by the time twenty five years rolls around, man, who knows where technology is gonna be at? Who knows where we're gonna be at as a society? But just football terms, and I, I understand, like you said, they gotta make an example. But so did baseball when they don't let their top two players all time like top like just because why they betted on their team to win, and that like. Like it's just everyone follows the leader. Like, what did this organization do? I'm gonna follow. Mm-hmm. And that's facts. That's facts. I expect it, but like, I'm not even gonna get into the other like compare it to other things because like other things didn't get in there doing that. Dude. But like, I respect it because like we don't even know if Bro won or lost. Like, he sound like I don't think he won. He didn't. He, 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 I don't know how that shit went. If he put up an but, 18 parlay, I guarantee you he lost. Okay, but, but <laughs> 18s are losers. But Pete Rose, it's funny. They say Pete Rose went to Vegas after that because, like, Brett knows how to pick. Brett be winning. Yeah. So, we're not stressing. I'm more upset about the fact that we're making no moves. It's looking like we're slowly trying to go into a rebuild and just trying to let trying to let Matt Ryan's contract die out. But here's my thing. I feel like Arthur Smith is a good coach. And if we're over here getting, not getting him players to make this team successful or keep players that we got, we lost Russell Gage as – to, to a division rival. Yeah, talk about it because that's the next the next topic. Which is some bullshit. I'm not gonna get into it and I'm not gonna call nobody no names. It's all business at the end of the day. But like the only reason I'm not even gonna say that the only reason why it looked like that is because you kind of Coolio Calvin Ridley like gone like immediately. Like you look like a good number one and you play well. Do your thing, bro. But like gonna go there to be like a wide receiver on the phone when he was the wide receiver number one over here but that's cool and they had they had the bag because good god when you could have got some of that godwin money they didn't give you no godwin money so yeah, like, no. but it's cool bro i'm not bitter yeah no i think the only thing that's uh, the shitty about it was like gage i know he's young and everything or they were in the social media era but why do you post that meme once you get paid? like that's a divisional rival, bro. Like it's almost like if I was a Falcons fan, I'm taking that little person. That that's almost like watching Gasecki go sign with the the Jets, and he's just like putting a meme, like he all like a smirk, like he always wanted to be there type shit. I'm just like, word, bro. I was a fan of you for like this. How you gonna turn your back on the city? It's cool. It'd be on people. It's cool though. It's and- fucking cool. It's fucking cool. But outside of that division, the Panthers ain't make much noise. They signed a couple okay names like Devontae Foreman at running back. Um, 
Xavier Woods at safety, Sean Chandler at safety, Zane Gonzalez, the kicker, who um who played pretty well on some of uh, he was picked up a lot recently. Uh the Bucks, we hit on Tom Brady, Zach Mason, Gage, Godwin, Carlton Davis, and Jensen. And then the Saints, the only news that they've made is they're into the Sean Watson trade rumors. And Teron Armstead, the top five left tackle in the league, he might re-sign with the Saints if Watson comes. So it's going to be if Watson comes to the Saints, they keep their top five tackle. If he don't come, he's he's leaving because he's he's going to set that he's going to get that back. And then, uh, but they did sign Marcus May uh, to replace Marcus Williams leaving to go join the Ravens. Marcus May is not bad. He had a great he he he's been pretty good. Hey man, fuck all them. That's how <laughs> fuck I feel. Them. Fuck them. That's, they ruined that bro really boy really ruined my season. Like I thought this is division should be wide open. We was gonna be the worst division of the league. And it was gonna be <laughs> worst. Somebody, somebody was gonna get into the playoffs going. Someone might sneak in like. Yeah, somebody was gonna get into the playoffs going seven and ten. I thought that's how we was coming. And I was ready for it. I was gonna sit down. Nah. Motherfuckers want to be motherfuckers, so I'm not even man, fuck all y'all. Hey, bro, when you were eating avocado and pistachio shit ice cream for your, your whole life, <laughs> that that's how you coming. Where did that come from? Did he say that? Did somebody? Yeah, it was something about how how do you keep your life so like how do you be so healthy? And it was just like he does a lot of things, but then the one part that got sound bit was like I eat uh, avocado ice cream. And then, like, everyone's always just remembered that because who the fuck eats avocado ice cream? That's Except for someone that wants to stay healthy in their 40s and be the ultimate competitor. No, I respect it because I bet you, like, his family. I bet you, first off, his kids are probably bad as hell. And then I bet you his family probably just seen this more and more avocado ice cream in the freezer. And like, ah, you're going back, aren't you? He's just like, yeah. You know. <sighs> Motherfucker, I thought we was done with this but, shit. Can you see how happy they was in that game, that last game? They were so happy. But I know we got to go to the next one. Yeah, on to the NFC West, which honestly, perfect timing. This is the least interesting division. Nice. The 49ers. That letter now. Huh? Tyler Murray sent that letter out. He said, hey, man, I want my bag. That, I would say that's one of the few stories. So I'm going to say that one for last. We had the Rams, who Andrew Whitworth retired. After 16 years, he balled out for him at the tackle position. But he was already old. And then outside of that, all they did was sign a, a couple okay-level players at center and tackle. The 49ers, um, they haven't done much either. They have Jermichael Hasty. They signed him to an extension, the running back, who was just like third or second. Uh, then they did sign Tredavious Ward at corner, which I guess is a good – he, he he's a name he, he he's known he's fun of chiefs three years 40.5 million he got the bag um and then the seahawks all the only thing they're really known for is that trade with russell wilson so uh, outside of those three yeah outside of those three teams i'm gonna let you kick off the cardinals and that that letter that Kyle Murray wrote out to the world for everyone. Um, and no, I want to say just him. It was his agent. So it was him and his agent. It was a, a, a duo. I respect it. And Brett, Brett just did something we've never seen before. 
and like he could have started a trend, but like he wants to stay there and he wants to show it and then he wants a bag for it. So like he just needs to prove it, does it? Go prove it, do what he gotta do and go ball out. Cause like he's a great talent. He just needs to, it's, they say he's not the best leader. I don't know, I wasn't there. I just heard, but like, he's gonna get all his weapons back next year. Nuke's gonna come back healthy. JJ Watt is gonna be in there motivating everybody. So like, them boys have a chance to make something shake. So like, he just needs to go out there and ball out and do what he do. But like, that was interesting. I've never seen that before. Like, how did you feel about that? I'm happy you asked because I was about to throw up a hand sign. Um, but. The whole thing about so it's been reported numerous of times that like Ronnie Hudson was the leader, the center, which is it's not uncommon. The center, if it's not your quarterback, usually the center is the leader of the offense. So that's not uncommon. But I haven't heard anyone on the Cardinals. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kev. Have you heard anyone speak out for Kyler on this Cardinals team? Um, 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 well. No, but I don't listen to the Cardinals talk ever. So I no, I understand. I haven't heard it either, but like I do keep my ear. Like I try to stay as up to top of information as possible. But I haven't heard anything to like. I feel like because that that leadership mentality and just in general the whole um after this whole move of him and his like basically a power move of like him and his agent saying like. We like we want an extension. We want long long term contract, and we want a lot of money. Even though we have two years still on our contract, which even Patrick Mahomes didn't ask for this. Like Patrick Mahomes was a, like the the moment he stepped on the field, he won MVP, and he didn't come out the next year demanding. So like, I I like Kyler Murray, but like, and like he hasn't won an MVP. He hasn't been an MVP talk, and he hasn't won the Super Bowl. They kind of fell flat i know a lot of injuries kind of hurt them in the playoffs so i won't hold it against them but they did fall flat in the playoffs that happened um and i don't know i i didn't really like the move i just thought like you haven't like you're a great player but y'all haven't really done much for you to feel like i demand a contract right now yeah that's facts and uh, and like I, I would probably feel different if I heard someone like D Hop come out and say like, "Hey, bro, Kyler, Kyler's that guy. He he deserves that money." Or if uh, Zach Ertz, anybody just came out and said like, "Hey, bro, like that that's my guy. Like, yeah, but we want him here forever." But like, if you're not a leader in the locker room and you're not a leader in general on the team, um, are you are you quiet whenever it comes to like the locker room? And then just like did they first hear about it on Twitter? Because that might rub the lock. Like I, there's a lot of dynamics that could go about, but just, yeah, just to me, like if you're not the voice in the locker room, and then all of a sudden they're hearing like you're demanding a lot of money, like how are they gonna take it? Because I haven't heard no voices from anybody on this team from that are backing Kyler. Yeah, that's fact. I never thought about it like that too. That might have been the first time anybody heard that shit. I never, I haven't heard anyone say that yet. But this personally, I that might be just because you know how I felt about this Cardinals team. They're great when he plays at his play, but he gets hurt a lot. And some people might look at it like that. Personally, that's how I look at it. Like you haven't played a full sixteen games a whole year, so like you can't demand Aaron Rodgers' money if you're not even MVP talk yet. 
and I haven't heard anyone say otherwise on this team. And I, I just feel like that says a lot about the locker room. I respect it. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't. That was a very good insight. I didn't even think about it like that. That's crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just like so glad I spent the last like five minutes searching for this lighter. <laughs> but the only other story on this team, and the, probably the last story, last two names you'll hear from us: James Connor, three years, twenty-one million. That's your boy. I like them. That's a good pick. He's great in the red zone. Chase Edmonds out of town, so James Conner. It was one or the other, and James is the man. He's like giving that boy some more touches. Like kind of open up, open up that lane a little bit more for Kyler Murray. And then Zach Ertz, Eagle legend. Maybe he has all he has a lot of stats logic for the Eagles. I didn't know about to recently, but uh, three years, thirty-one six point five. That's a lot Ooh. of money for a tight end. Ooh, he said he. He's setting the bar and making they they moving stuff because like they got some good tight ends out here like Kelsey and um Kelsey and Kittle the boys set the bar Kelsey so, like, Kittle the tight end for the Ravens tight ends got on um, tight date but Kelsey and Kittle not was it Kelsey and Kittle yeah them boys already got their bags them boys them boys is setting Gusecki, the bar the Gusecki and Schultz are the one next because they both got a franchise tag and they both were top five like they were the four and five in those numbers. And after that, it's Kyle Pitts who's looking like the wide receiver one for the Falcons right now. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But honestly, that there's been a lot of news, but I think we covered every fucking. We covered what the fuck happened in the NFL. Nah, no cap, man. If y'all got time to really sit down and watch this shit, you don't gotta watch it all at once. Well, I'm saying this at the end, but you ain't gotta watch. Bro, this is we broke it down from everything from everything's updated from Wednesday, March sixteenth. At 11.30 p.m., mother truckers. Like, we, last thing that happened was Chris Godwin signed a deal for 60K, $3 million. So, it's a holiday in Tampa right now. They're living their best lives. This has been the Tony Bliss Podcast. Now, go get you some sleep. Go, go lay down. Go do some homework. Whatever the fuck you got to do. But, hey, we can't do it here. We'll catch you later. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't nothing.